Hello everybody and welcome back to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Grudians. I hope you're all well. Another very, very exciting podcast. I'm really, really glad to be doing them. I am absolutely loving them at the moment. So what we're going to be doing today is we are going to be talking about the f- my favourite movie from every year I have been alive. You can obviously work this one out. I am 17, I'm 18 in September. So I've decided to pick films from every year that I was born, giving them a score out of 10 and just giving you an opinion, giving you my opinion on the film. Guys, if you've not followed it, please make sure you do on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. It really does mean a lot to me. I'm doing these daily and I'm really, really interested in so many, so many different films and seeing guys what you want me to do next. I do trailer reactions, I do reviews, I do rankings, I do tier lists. So all of it is here on the podcast. And I also do a Don't Bear a Good podcast, which I do with some fantastic special guests. I Hopefully I can do one of them soon. So let's kick it off then with 2002 with Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man movie that was released in 2002. So I, I get this one a 7 out of 10 and my opinion on this film is it starts in a way that you have to start start a franchise which could make people already know what is going to happen. Things like getting his powers to be introduced to his most famous villain in the Green Goblin. I do really like how they do both the Spider-Man Adventures and Peter Parker's life and how they compare the two to be difficult and challenging. Uh, I really like Tobey Maguire in this role as he approaches the action scenes and the sad sad bits uh, really, really well, um, which is a main decision for him to come back in the following sequels. The next, so yeah, seven out. I get that one a seven out of ten. Moving on then to two thousand and three with Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl, the first film in the Pirates franchise that continued a series, and I get this one an eight out of ten. Um, I love this film because it's a it filled with humour, action, and it had a proper pirate story. Uh, Johnny Depp just excels in the role of Jack Sparrow and deserved the accolades that he received. Um, it did go on a little bit too long. I think there were some bits that were really dragged out. Certain plot points, certain character developments were really dragged out. Um, but it was a film that definitely deserved a sequel. It was a very, very original to him. To base it on a on a on a ride on a on a ride on a amusement park ride they had fantastic uh, ambitions to bring this onto the big screen and they did incredibly well in 2004 my favorite film of that year was the animated film the incredibles uh, i give this an 8 out of 10 um, this was something different um, from what disney and pixar did before uh, the story was different it was unique for them which um is a massive, massive part of Disney and Pixar's filmography is how every single film you go into and it's a different story, different uh, challenges, different things that p- the kids are being taught within their movies. Um, the actors and actresses did fantastic voice work in this film that had some really, really high profile actors, Samuel L. Jackson being the uh, the pick of the bunch. Um, 
I would like to see a little bit more of a comedic character. I think it was all very serious, which probably was a bit different to the, you know, Rex, like Rex was in Toy Story, Mater was in Cars. Um, so, but I really, really loved this film. I think it was a great super, superhero film. And it, and obviously we saw the sequel, Incredibles 2. I didn't like it as much as, um, as I thought I would. I've definitely gone in with high expectations, but I really, really enjoyed the first film. In 2005, my favourite film is Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. It's not only my favourite film of 2005, it's also my favourite film within the Harry Potter uh, universe. Um, I like how they went with something different, a little bit darker, a little bit a little bit unique. One of the things there is it really threatens the friendships between the three main characters. Um, you see some different character developments. I like how they didn't go very very stereotypical especially with Ron uh, I thought he was really really new and felt quite fresh in this film um, it also seems that people's views on Harry changed during the course of the film uh, this is one of the only few ones that does that and I think they look at him as a little bit more different and I think it's just a pleasant watch like I said it's my favourite Harry Potter film uh, closely followed by Chamber of Secrets I did really enjoy that one uh, if you guys want to check out uh, my full opinion on all the Harry Potter universe you can check out the tier list I did alongside my sister who's a big Harry Potter fan in 2006 my favourite film that I watched was a James Bond movie and it's the first James Bond film uh, from Daniel Craig and that's Casino Royale not only is this my favourite uh, film of 2006 it's one of my favourite films of the Bond franchise it's also one of my favourite films of all time absolutely love this film um, it included all of the things that make this franchise what it is it brought back a different Bond it, there was some speculation after he was announced because of the way he looked the blonde, blonde hair blue eyed but I think he did so well in this and changed everybody's opinion um, it was entertaining to watch all the way through it had blends of action of comedy of you know really dark bits I think the villain was fantastic um, and like I said with Harry Potter they changed the formula all there's so many films this film was the 20th film in the Bond you in the Bond franchise and they had to do something different with a new actor in place this includes having no cue or money penny which I think was a little bit different for new Bond fans um, and I think the message uh, message begins a fantastic overall arc I, I have nothing but praise for this film I absolutely love it that's why I've given it a 9 out of 10 in 2007, this was a tough one actually, but I have gone back to animations with Ratatouille. We talked about how Disney and Pixar are unique, how they are different, and this film um, does just does just that. Um, it was one of these films, one of these animations, which Disney and Pixar didn't include any franchise installments, include like Cars, Toy Story, Monsters Inc., Incredibles, so they had to find a new angle and they did that with Ratatouille. Um, it has an interesting storyline, definitely a unique storyline in there, but it concerns a subject and a message that I think people wouldn't necessarily think that they would, uh, Pixar would make and the characters that really embodied that idea. Um, it had a stronger and more recognised 
well cast is definitely what it needs here so that's why it probably goes down a little bit in my opinion i give this an 8 out of 10 but i really enjoyed this i think it was a thoroughly enjoying disney and pixar animation in 2008 was really the year of superhero films so many great superhero films and that is one of the superhero one of the superhero films i've gone for here is the dark knight so many people love this film and that is so understandable i get this one actually a a very very impressive nine out of ten and it deserves that so much um it's one of the best dc comic films so far it, it had an amazing villain of course Heath Ledger was just embodied the character of the Joker and made it so interesting and did something a little bit different he could have done similar to what Jack Nicholson did but he didn't he really made that character be understood in that universe Christopher Nolan's own take on the on the Cape Crusader franchise and it was absolutely fantastic if people say to me which was your favourite comic book film in 2008, Dark Knight or Iron Man, I'd definitely go for this. I did think it beat, beat that, even though Iron Man kicked off the MCU. I've just thoroughly loved this film. Uh, Christian Bale was really, really good, but obviously Heath Ledger, just absolutely fantastic um, role as the Joker and deserved uh, the awards and sadly is uh, is not around now. He sadly passed away, but absolutely fantastic film. Really, really deserves of every award it got. In 2009, is a bit of a different film, actually. Uh, again, 2009 was hard. Uh, people, people will say... You know, what about Avatar? Well, I've not watched Avatar yet. That is a film I do definitely want to watch. A film that you guys have recommended me to watch. I will get that watched. I promise you that. But my favourite film of 2009, in my opinion, is Sherlock Holmes. Uh, it's good on so many different levels, and I'll tell you about them now. And there's action and excitement all the way through it. And if you read um, the novels of Sherlock Holmes, you really do understand how Guy Ritchie looked at the novels and thought, okay, this I want to bring the same feel into it, um, into my movies. Um, the relationship between Downey and Law really, really strengthened the storyline and it and the film altogether. I think that really had to work. Uh, we've seen on the TV show Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. Yeah, they got them work well. I would say Downey Jr. and Jude Law do so so much better with that. Uh, it definitely had that mis mystery that probably people who doesn't like them type of uh, of endings think. You know, I want to know this. I want this, but it develops in the sequel, um, which I think is is on par with the first uh, with the first one actually. So uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it an uh, eight out of ten. So I really enjoyed the film of, um, that guy Richie did, and I hope there is a third one very very soon. We go back to animations for uh, 2010, and 2010 film is Toy Story 3. Uh, we all thought it would be the conclusion of the Toy Story um, films. Obviously, we had Toy Story 4 nine years later, but uh, just a word on these ones. Uh, I think it was a much-loved, and it was worth a wait for a trilogy. I think it was 11 years since uh, the second film the gap between the second and the third film came out. Uh, there was a lot of emotion throughout, of course, from Disney. It was, a, it was very different from other an animations. You had Toy Story, you had Toy Story three in 2010. You had Had to Train Your Dragon. So there was so many different animations competing, but this one uh, is definitely the best by a long shot. Uh, I really enjoyed this film, and I think it was a kids' movie for grown-ups, a grown-up movie for kids, and. 
it was uh, it was the latest film uh, from Disney and Pixar at that time, and it made them made new fans really appreciate um, the new the new films that they were making. The next film I'm going to talk about moving into 2011 is a bit of a different one. Again, it's The Hangover Part 2. I give this a 7 out of 10. I did enjoy the first one, but not as much as I did in this one. I think this is one of the sequels that definitely beat the original, um, which doesn't happen often. It was it was definitely fantastic with this story, the comedy, and it doesn't feel unrealistic. It doesn't feel like this will never happen. The characters are relatable. The situations are relatable. The character development's brilliant from the first film. Um, I do want to see it. I did want to see a bit of a different plot um, in the third film, which I did get. Um, so that was really good, but absolutely fantastic film and i absolutely loved it and that's why it's my favorite of 2011 now if you guys have been fans um of my uh podcast you guys will know that i absolutely love superhero films and another superhero film is going to be uh my favorite film of 2012 and that is the avengers or as people like to call it avengers assemble um i give this a eight out of ten and it it's a proper avengers team at which people were waiting for people underestimated marvel when they began this mcu but they delivered and this was one of the films that made people anticipate every new project that was coming out uh, for the next eight years um it creates the baseline the formation of the group um it gave really interesting parts to each hero some more than others of course but that's why they did it they brought these characters together really really well um and it hinted so many different things that now looking back at it you think okay that's leading to this it was an incredibly smart film it was a fantastic uh, part of this film and i absolutely loved it really really think that this film gets forgotten about just because the big big budget films like civil war infinity war endgame that we've just had uh, last year but a thoroughly enjoying film and a big big part of not only 2012 which some great films in there but also the uh, mcu moving forward the next film is um nothing like uh the the avengers or the hangover part two it's the hunger games catching fire the sequel to the 2012 film titled the hunger games uh, I give this one an 8 out of 10 and it's. I think this is better than the original. Um, we we see Jennifer Lawrence play a more scared Katniss and bring this character to life in a, in a better way than I even expected. Uh, not, a, not a lot of new members of the cast, uh, but the chance to see the characters we've read about develop is absolutely fantastic. And it kicks off a big um, double part uh, ending that made fans want to want to come back to it that is it's definitely one of the stronger films in the hunger Games series and a massive massive part of uh, cinema in 2013 we're going back to superhero films now for uh the team up at 
that surprised everybody in the MCU and in the superhero films. That is Guardians of the Galaxy. Again, give this one an 8 out of 10. Um, and it brought so many different genres together that was so absolutely fantastic. Uh, it really introduced comedy, uh, action, the music side of it. Uh, the co- the colour looked really good. James Gunn, fantastic directing from him. Um, it made this branch out from the different films. It made it a lot less uh, serious than what the Avengers made it out. Um, I really like the acting. I think the chemistry between the characters really worked. This one is definitely the best film uh, in the Guardians series. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of Guardians Volume 2, but this one really introduced me to these characters and made me want to watch uh, everything that they did. It was fantastic. 2015 was very, very difficult because there was, was so many incredible films in in 2015 so many franchise installments that I could have picked but you guys probably guessed it it was Star Wars Episode 7 The Force Awakens I couldn't this was the first Star Wars film I can remember because The Revenge of the Sith was 2005 I was only 3 years old so this was the first time I really saw the impact of a Star Wars movie uh, not just in cinema but also in the world Star Wars is an absolutely massive series of course um I really like the character stories, in particular Ray, and I think that character arc was big. I think it was what made the uh, original three so interesting. And you see blends of her character um, in in the other uh, heroes' journeys that we've saw in the Star Wars films, like Luke and and Anakin. Um, they've kept to the basics of Star Wars, um, you know, and how. People are interested to see these new ones, but they don't go, oh, we did somebody, something completely different. You know, there were blends, there were parts of the um, of the stories that were really, really interesting. And the relationships really, really, between the characters made me very, very happy about the way they're trying to continue them. And I really, really enjoyed this film and I gave it a solid 8 out of 10. Moving in to the next movie on uh, my list, and this one is from 2016 with Captain America Civil War. People really, really wanted these films, really, really wanted this film because of how successful The Winter Soldier was. Um, And you could see why uh, Joe and Anthony Russo carried on uh, the momentum that they built with uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, Action running all the way through it from beginning to the end that kept fans excited throughout. Um, the, The characters had some interesting moments. I could see this film like similar to what the Avengers were, the two Avengers movies that we had. Um, it really tested the friendship. It brought these characters in, in different ways and changed the mould of the superhero genre. And I was, it just made people really excited for what Marvel had to offer. And it was a solid, solid uh, third instalment in the Captain America uh, franchise. 2017 is Dunkirk, hands down, one of my favourite war films. Um, I really, I did love Saving Private Ryan, that is a definite, but I, uh, if you talk about modern uh, films, 
and modern war films, you have to put Dunkirk up there. Christopher Nolan's uh, film uh, in 2017. Uh, it's one of it's a definite Oscar-winning film. Um, people might not like this part, but I really did. The lack of speech is replaced by those absolutely stunning visuals that. As an audience member in the cinema, you want to see them absolutely fantastic. The accuracy of the historic event as well was very, very nice for people and made it feel like it was a true testament for what them soldiers did uh, all them years ago. Um, The pace is very quick, which people might not like, but I think what the war was was a very fast-moving pace and that was definitely a blend of the... uh, blend of different things that people saw i really really was happy about how that all happened and how these uh how this film came about absolutely loved dunkirk have to give it a solid nine out of ten we're going back to superhero films for our 2018 pick and you guys probably uh know this one already it is avengers Infinity War, the culmination of 10 years of the MCU. Um, And it was, to that time, I believe, one of the best MCU films to date. It has to be up there. Um, The way that they did it was it was so falsely advertised. If you watch the trailer back now and you just think, that did happen, that didn't happen, that's what the beauty of it was. People went to go and see it and saw something completely different. The action sequences are amazing, like Marvel always do. And um, the long running time was just filled with emotional moments hardcore mcu moments that fans wanted and fans really appreciated uh, this is a negative that a lot of people have to spoke about with this film um it did have focus on some other characters than most but it was expected but then characters really drove this film especially Doctor Strange I thought was fantastic in this movie one of the standout members as well and I can't wait for a sequel that is coming out very very soon uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness we're going to go this is I promise you in 2020 um, yes I'm including this one including this year because there is a film I absolutely loved that has to be part of it that is not a superhero film this is though and that is joker unbelievable it is one of the best films of last, of last year yes you can say avengers endgame was um but i do really really enjoy this film i thought it was absolutely fantastic uh, joaquin phoenix delivers such an uneasy and ferocious performance um that you feel uncomfortable watching it but you were happy that you felt uncomfortable you know because if it wasn't then it would just be a bit of a disappointment um todd phillips's comedic background uh in the hangover film actually uh, created dark humor that worked with the creepy feel of gotham and the performance of joaquin phoenix um i I hope there isn't a second film i don't think it's been announced um bigger um, because this film is such an individual movie than any other DC property and I really hope that they don't ruin it with a sequel and say oh yeah do you want to know more about the Joker here we go this was the origin story of the Joker and it was fantastically put together uh, by a great cast and crew but 2020 now you guys might be thinking how the hell can you make a 2020 film with, all, with not even films coming out they'll there was a. I have to include it because I um, 
I really, really enjoy, uh, really, really enjoyed this film. A lot of people that are watching over in America, I'm sorry, but this film came out in 2020 here in the UK. It was a 2019 movie for you in the US. But the film that I say is my favourite film of 2020 is 1917, another war film. Um, this film is another beautifully shot and well-told war story. Um, Sam Mendes, who did... Uh, Spectre and Skyfall for James Bond brought a sense of unique directional to the film and you really get to learn and appreciate the two leads that we have not not the biggest cast not the most broad cast but these two characters are young actors as well um was so appreciated by the by the audience uh I do think it it does display realism and honor for these soldiers and just the opinion and it looked at the opinions of the soldiers and you know and it definitely came in in a perspective where you look they have said what are we even doing here what are we doing here how did we get here and that was something a bit different bit new um and i absolutely love 1917 so that is the favorite move this is my favorite movie list from every year that i have been alive from 2002 to 2020 i really hope you liked this podcast if you do make sure you give it a listen i might do something similar i might get one of my guests uh in maybe harry burson uh can join me as well and give me his list Make sure you check out all the other podcasts. Make sure you follow on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. It's all on there for you guys. And I don't know when my next podcast will be, but I know it will be about film. See you in a bit.